Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilt. Happy Friday, everybody. Well, let's call it Let's Be Frank Friday. The game wants me to fold, but when they made me, they broke the mold. It's your boy, OG, and as always, it's your first time joining us. Tilt stands for talking in layman's terms. Well, my people, my listening numbers are down, but heavy is the head that wears the crown. I felt the love, I felt the hate. Either way, I'm still going to be great. Just breathe. Let's dive into Friday's quick hits, if you will. Okay, let's start, like I said, until Brittany Griner gets freed. We're going to bang that drum, bang that drum, bang that drum. Well, 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 Brittany Griner has finally made front page news. It's only been 78 days, and guess what? Guess what else? The State Department thinks she's being wrongfully detained. Stop the presses. We always knew she was being wrongfully detained. The WNBA is finally speaking out after acting like, you know, it wasn't happening. Could it be because the season is starting and the elephant in the room was not going away? I mean, salute to Skylar Diggins for actually getting at the press conference and, 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 and confronting it head on. Still haven't heard from Donna Tarazi. She's yet to say anything. Neither has Candace Parker. So... I mean, like I said, we still banging, banging our drum. The message is still the same. Get our girl home, point blank, period. Don't care how it's done, like Nike, just do it. Okay, moving on to more quick hits. Uh, the physical NBA play. Really? Uh, Embiid getting his orbital bone cracked. I mean, that was an accident. Dylan cracking Gary Payton Jr. upside the head wasn't dirty. It's called hustle. The foul was... I mean, the foul was physical. It's not up to Dylan on how Peyton landed. Still, it wasn't dirty. And for Steve Curry to come out there like it was against the code, Draymond kicking people in their privates, that's against the code. Man, come on. That's over the line. Getting cracked in the face was also an accident when, when it happened to Draymond. He bled a little bit. Don't start crying when someone starts using your tactics against you. Brooks got a one-game suspension. Draymond, 25K fine. Moving on to more quick hits, Ben Simmons. Now he needs back surgery. Sorry, I don't believe him. This has to stop. I mean, I don't have the words for this guy because when the season started, he acted like losing that $20 million wasn't a big deal. He's a big baller, shot caller. $20 million, that's nothing. Now all of a sudden he has all these, all these, these problems, and now he has to have back surgery. And everybody's crying, crying, oh, he had back problems. He couldn't couldn't go. Yeah, show me the scar. I don't believe him. Show me the scar. How come no x-rays? Usually they want to get on TV and show you what's hurt and how it's being fixed. Haven't seen any of that. I just think it's a ploy to get his money back. Don't trust him. Don't believe him. I hope they trade him. Moving on. More quick hits. RG3 ran a 4-4. Now listen. RG3 could have been one of the greats. He's a cautionary tale now. He still ran a 4-4, which is great. He just had too much ego, too much haterade in the front office. They sent him on a crash course to get him out the league, and it happened. RG3, stay retired. Nothing has changed. Nothing. Okay, that's all I have for quick hits. Uh, let's jump into the NBA playoffs. The Heat versus the Sixers. Let's just say it's not looking great for the Sixers. I mean, 
the real James Harden is going missing. No Embiid. I mean, it's not even a fair fight. Even with the Sixers being scrappy, this is why you get another star. Now, all of a sudden, James Harden wants to pass the ball. Please. Embiid could be back for game three, but if it's not, it's all over but the crime. The Heat, the heat is shutting down everything, even without Lowry. And there has to be, there has been a Victor Oladipo sighting. Embiid may walk away with the MVP, but he won't walk away with this series win. Hope he gets back to make this interesting. Because if they go down 3-0, it's a wrap. Here we have the Bucks versus the Celtics. Who knew? After the Celtics went three-point crazy in game one and got handled, they mixed it up. Jalen Brown couldn't miss, and Tatum was steady Eddie, along with Grant Williams, filling in for smart and shot lights out. The Bucks seemed stuck in quicksand. They kept plugging away, but it was over right after the opening tip. Let's see what game three brings. Like I said, it should be a good series. I'm still picking the Bucks in six. Then we're going to slide on over to the Warriors versus the Memphis Grizzlies. I said this year, any series with the Grizz in it would not disappoint. Let's be clear. I still think the Warriors are going to win, but the Grizzlies have put up enough fight to make you scratch your head. Like, these guys are not laying down. And although they love Stephen Clay, they not starstruck or overly impressed. The injury to Gary Payton Jr. was significant, but let's be real. They're not hanging their hat on what Gary Payton Jr. was going to do, even though he divided... He uh, provided a defensive spark. Now, if Jordan Poole had got hurt, then he would have a problem. He's been the best player on the Warriors since the playoffs started. Ja Morant is a problem. To me, still too much hero ball from Ja, but when he on, when he on, throw everything out the window, throw everything out the window. Need I say 47 last game, tying up the series? Oh, yeah. Draymond, they not scared of you. All that yelling in, in the game, but Jaron Jackson ready. The, spin, the suspension of Dylan Brooks were hurt next game. Ja might go for 50. I'm just saying. We're going to dive into the Suns versus the Mavericks. Uh, I've said all year the Suns are a team. Rose defined. Everybody knows what to do. CB3 got lucky landing there. He has had a great run, but Booker is the engine. And Dallas is a one-trick pony. At this point, he could uh, Luka could score 50. Nobody else even getting double figures. No Tim Hardaway Jr. Not 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 a recipe for success. I mean, Jalen Brunson has showed up after the big game games in the first series, but uh, he's not doing nothing with the Suns, not with their length. And like I said, these defined roles and knowing how to play together does not look good for the Mavericks. But they did make it to the second round of the playoffs, so all is not lost. Okay, we're going to jump into baseball for just a second. Just a second. We're not even going to do division leaders or anything. Dusty Baker, uh, manager for the Astros, future Hall of Famer, Famer as a Magic. He also had a great playing career, won his 2000th game as a manager. I just hate that the big Dust didn't get, hasn't got a ring yet. Maybe this year, maybe before he retires. I hope he gets inducted because Dusty's in, he's up there. He's in the 70s. So, uh, I don't know how, he signed a one-year deal with the, with the Astros. So, I don't know when he's getting out of there. So, but hopefully, congratulations, Dusty. And uh, 
Hopefully he gets uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame before he leaves us. Then we're moving over to the NFL. The Honey Badger finds a home at home. Okay, with the Saints, Malcolm Jenkins retiring, you know, in, in slides another All-Pro to the Saints defense. The Saints defense have been their strong suit for the last couple of years. You know, with Thomas not knowing if he wants to play or not. Yeah, but that defense has been steady. And with the Honey Badger back there, I don't know how this thing with the new coach is going to go. But the defense is going to be going to be a monster. You got that guy back there? Yeah. I'm just looking for them to, to remain on all pro status. Uh, I, I still don't understand why he stayed on the market so long. But, hey. He's home where he wanted to be. He's uh, he's a New Orleans kid, so great fit. Also in football, we have the Ryan Tannehill saga. Ryan Tannehill said he doesn't want to mentor the rookie Willis. Well, if I'm Willis, I don't want him to tutor me anyway. Not after that playoff game. I mean, they, they drafted the, the rookie to do more than just hand the ball off to Derrick Henry. Tannehill, check yourself. I guess you thought going to a therapist was going to give you some some sort of sympathy, sympathy or whatever. But maybe you need to win something before you start talking about not mentoring somebody. I'm like, dude, you, you haven't, like I said, all you've done in the league is hand the ball off to Derrick Henry. That's what you've done. But you're not mentoring anybody. And like Kurt Warner said, come on, really? If you're a team leader, oh, I'm not helping you because one day you might take my job. Well, He's going to take your job. It's just a matter of time. Writing's on the wall. Those big contract extensions mean absolutely nothing if more talent pops up at a cheaper price. I'm going to tell you this because apparently you don't know. You're on the clock. Moving on. The Browns just don't care about Baker Mayfield. Feelings at all. After trying to trade him weeks leading up to the draft, and during the draft, nothing happened. The quarterback market is dried up like the sand in the desert. I mean, I still think Baker's probably going to be the Panthers' opening day starter. Because, listen, they got Sam Donald. He's horrible. I don't know why he's still in the league. I don't know why he's still getting chances. He can't read defenses, and he loves throwing it to the other team. And then they drafted the rookie from Ole Miss, who has pro tools, but is not ready yet. We're going to see. But like I said, there's no way Baker wants to come into camp behind Deshaun Watson. You know, like I said, they got to upgrade. Baker, you can't be mad. And you're one of the guys that said, oh, I understand. It's a business. Yeah, bro, it's a business. You're getting the short end of the stick right now. But like I said, don't be surprised if you see Baker Mayfield as the starting day court, the first day starter for the Panthers. That's all I'm saying. Okay, the NFL has also promised more diversity with coaches, gyms, etc. Okay, NFL, stop. <laughs> stop promising things you can't deliver. That is all. And then finally, Jalen Hurts uh, is getting his uh, A.J. Brown's new receiver. You got Shannon Sharp on there bashing him, talking about he can't throw the ball, this, that, whatever the case may be. Okay, black quarterbacks have a hard enough time getting in the league, getting a chance, and all of that. 
Shannon, all of that could have been left without being said. That could have been left without being said. Jalen Hurts has done nothing. Nobody, everybody picked him to be last in the division last year. Were they last? No. It's ridiculous. Let this man, get this man a chance. I'm like, you're down on him before they even get in the thick of things. He was right about one thing. Dak Prescott is the preeminent quarterback in, in that division. And to beat him, man, he's going to have to dethrone Dak. Not saying he can't do it. As a Cowboy fan, I don't see him, see him doing it. But I can tell you this. We don't like playing him. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Good luck to Mr. Harris. Also a Houston product. Okay. Now we're going to go into boxing. Okay, so people don't like my boxing takes or whatever the case may be, but I love the sport. Last week, it was Shakur Stevenson laying claim to the junior welterweight title. This weekend, is Canelo Alvarez again at 175 against uh, Dimitri uh, Bivol, whom people claim to be the best fighter nobody knows about. I call BS. Nobody knows about him because here's another walkthrough for Canelo. Canelo's resume gets weak about a fight. He's even talking about going up to 200 pounds. You know why? You know why? You know why I want to go up there? Because all the killers are under 170. Earl Spence, Crawford, Enos. I can name a few more. I'd like to see him stand in front of, of Spence and trade. And let's see who gets cracked up. Earl and cracked three eye sockets. So, yeah, you're not worried about Canelo's power. And, and calling him pound for pound? Are you serious? Pound for pound, best fighter in the world is either... Terrence Crawford or, or Errol Spence. Point blank, period. Canelo hasn't done... He hasn't fought anybody to, to, to lay claim to that. He hasn't fought anybody. That's all I'm saying. Like, Hopefully it's a good fight on uh, Saturday night. Hopefully it's a good fight. I'll be watching whether I want to or not because, like I say, I love the sweet science. And then there's also talks about Floyd Mayweather coming back. Floyd, do us a favor. Stay at home. Count your millions and gamble. I don't know if him and Tank are going to make up or break up, but you know you have the Tank and the Roly fight coming soon. If if uh, Tank lets Roly get past fifth round, he's a bum. Roly's too mechanical. Tank should get him out of there. And like I tell people all the time, I, I love Tank as a boxer. I just don't think he's special. He's got knockout power in both hands. I still don't think he's special. Him. Talking about Floyd's worried about him breaking his records. Bruh, y'all not the same breed. Wake up. Just be as good as you can be. Floyd's a once-in-a-generation type guy. But hey, maybe you can be. But you might need to fight somebody in your division also. There's gangs of people. And if after uh, Haney goes over there and walks through Cambosis, don't be screaming about you want to fight him then. Why do you want to fight him before that? These are just questions. Okay, that's all I really have for today. I know it's short and sweet, but first, uh, my outro. I like to personally apologize for my last show. I was kind of out of sorts. I was in the field trying to keep it real, but I fell woefully short. Uh, I'm recommitted, and I promise if I can't bring you what you need, I won't go on. As always, thanks for listening. Wherever you are, it's your boy OG, and I'm O U T.